cancel culture is real. Welcome to the Morning After Podcast with Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews. Um, special guest, by the way, before we get to cancel culture, my wife, Mrs. Keller, joins yeah. the podcast. So, so Katie, you don't clap for yourself. Oh, no, I'm we- clapping for myself. I have no shame. No, <laughs> no shame in this game. All right. Well, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Anytime. Special edition of you the You couldn't morning. get anybody else, so it's fine. I was just like, I'll just see if kidding. my wife will do it. I'm so excited to have you here. I love it. I love it. I feel like it's girl power right now. Oh, yeah. Cancel culture. It, it ha- You hear about it all the time. You know, celebrities getting canceled. You've heard about it with Ellen DeGeneres, who had to start her show, her 18th season, uh, defending something that she probably had no idea what was even going on. Mm-hmm. It happened to me. It happened to me because of something I said on the radio uh, a couple couple days ago. Um, but we were talking about the ACM Awards and how it was bogus that Thomas Rhett and Carrie Underwood tied for the Entertainer of the most prestigious award, and, and they gave it to two people. It'd be like the the Super Bowl ending in a tie. It's yeah, stupid. I, I don't like a tie, and I feel like <sighs> the world we're living in right now. I feel like it was just very intentional. I don't. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's what uh-huh. I think. Well, here's the mistake I made. And look, and rightfully so, there there is a movement going on in America right now for equality, which is a wonderful thing for black people, for women. We should all be equal. And I think everybody agrees with that. I certainly agree with that. Yeah, totally. But now there's a backside to that. So I, I made the mistake as a white male of having the opinion that I thought the, 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 the concert that I most enjoyed going to, who also happened to be a white male, was the best show of the year. That was Thomas Rhett. I, I just I went to that show. I had so much fun. I very much enjoyed it. Uh, Mrs. Keller was my hot date that night. We had a great time. And I made the mistake of saying that I thought Thomas deserved it more than Carrie. Now, it had nothing to do with what's between Thomas's legs or what's between Carrie's legs. It was simply based on how much fun I had at each particular show. Happened to have a great time at the Thomas Rhett concert, one of my favorite concerts of 2019. But because I'm a guy, and I said that I thought a guy should win it instead of a woman, oh, buddy, Twitter let me have it. And apparently, I am now a raging sexist. Yeah, and to be clear, you didn't say a guy should have won it. You meant you you said that you felt like Thomas was the, the clear choice there. I'm upset because I feel like you are totally allowed to have that opinion. Honestly, I think Eric Church should have won. <laughs> but he wasn't, you know, even in the tie of the category. Does that make you sexist because right? you don't like that, that Carrie won it? And, or Thomas, you think Eric should have won it? Here's the thing about Carrie Underwood as well. I think a lot of people don't realize that she has won this award a couple times. Three times, yeah. Now, look, if Carrie had never won the award, I'd start to be a little suspicious myself because it's like clearly she is a, an amazing entertainer. Now, I've seen her in concert as well. We all in this room have seen mm-hmm. her in concert. She d- puts on a great show. Do I think that it's the most entertaining show I've ever been to? No, I think her voice is phenomenal, and you know, but she's it's arguably the best singer in the world. I would definitely agree with but, that. But the the award isn't best singer, right? It's best entertainer, right? There's there's more to a concert than just the singing, right? So, so I want the best man or woman to win. I'm I'm of that mindset anyway. I guess that makes me not a feminist because I don't. <laughs> I, I mean, I, sue me for saying that, but that's my opinion. But I feel like. I don't want, or I never want something because I'm a woman. I want it because I'm good enough or because of my merit. You know, I don't want, I don't like the idea of picking people for anything because of what's between their legs. Right, right. So can I just play devil's advocate here for like 30 seconds? So I could see both sides of it. 
But so from your standpoint and your standpoint, Mike, that entertainer of the year is, you know, this tie, it kind of takes away the exclusivity of it. Like that is the award to like to win all awards. Real quick, we don't use words that big on this podcast. <laughs> uh, we'll oh keep God. it to three syllables or I'll, less. I'll I'm work sorry. on yeah, that. Continue. Oh, you're right, honey, just like at home. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I also do agree that everybody's entitled to their opinion. I do also know my husband that sometimes he doesn't phrase things so eloquently. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of town. And, you know, he does get very, very passionate. So, I mean, to that point, you know, and also, I mean, I, I, I've worked in social media. I get it. You know, you're always going to have those warriors behind the keyboard. And those people who were coming after you were very passionate about Carrie and about, you know, what where their stance was. You know, when, you know, they took that opportunity to run with it. And again, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. However... You know, I just feel like people just it's a, it's a in the heat of the moment type thing where they just kind of take it and they run with it. And they're like, nope, you're wrong. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Oh, yeah. And the bravery behind the keyboard. I mean, oh, there's yeah. something about that. There is. Here's where I did mess up. Because you know what? I did make a mistake. And I acknowledge it on Twitter. And I'll acknowledge it on this podcast as well. We were talking about it. And, and the thing that really set this conversation off is we were doing a show Sunday. And we noticed an Instagram post from Reba McIntyre, an all-time country legend. In it, she very proudly congratulated Carrie Underwood on the Entertainer of the Year Award. She did not congratulate Thomas Rhett. And something about that just, it irked me. Was it intentional? Pro- honestly, probably not, now that I oh, look back. Oh, I think it was intentional. You, you th- okay. Well, I, I, I stand by that. I do think it was intentional. I think she was making a point of saying that in her mind, but again, that's I respect that. That's her opinion. Mm-hmm. Carrie should have won, she feels. Carrie did win, and Carrie should be the only one. I think she was making a clear message there. I I, I did think it was kind of a slap in the face to, to Thomas. Like, like well, well, Thomas deserved it just as much as Carrie did, and I... <clears throat> I, I didn't. I didn't like, especially since her and Thomas, Reba and Thomas, on the same record label right yes, now. Right. You you wouldn't congratulate your your label mate like that's just. There's something that kind of irked me about that, and then I misspoke. I called Reba McIntyre unprofessional. Maybe wasn't mm-hmm. the best word choice. Terrible move oh, on my yeah. part. <laughs> local local Kansas City radio DJ who's been in the game all of four years. Calls out all-time country legend, Reba. <laughs> yeah. What a dumb move on my part. And, 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 and looking back, and I listened back to it, I was like, oh, my God, why would why did you say that? It was just... It wasn't the right word, Mike, but it, it, it I was, know what you were getting at. Yeah, and it was... it was a, And then and somebody heard it, and somebody tweeted about it, and then all, the, all these random Twitter accounts from, from Maryland and Massachusetts <laughs> and San Jose all started uh, tweeting at me about how I'm, I'm a terrible person and I should be fired. And I'm like, for what? And I went back and listened to it. And I was like, okay, I, I, I saw the other side of it. And, and here's, I, there was a positive ending to it. So I had to, oh, and I loathed everything about this, even though I know it was the right thing to do. I hopped on Twitter and I said, you know what? <sighs> I was wrong. Yeah. And, and you two know mm-hmm. me better than most people in the world. I do not like saying those words because, you know, I feel like I'm never wrong. But but I will, I'm, I'm joking. Like, I was there, and I'm like, okay, no. I, I, I need to acknowledge that what was said there was what could have been worded better. So I did. And to their credit, Twitter and all these crazy fans from all over the country who didn't even hear what was said on the radio, by the way. They just read it on Twitter, so they assumed it was true. 
they all tweeted back and said, "Thank you for saying that." They just wanted an apology, right. which was which exactly. I was actually I was really expecting them to say, "You don't mean it, you male. You you have a you know you don't have the right genitalia, so you're a terrible sexist." Right. And I'm right. like, and like, no, that's not the case. But see, that's our world today. I feel like uh, I just feel like we're of we're of a cancel culture mindset. We're of a you're a terrible person because you did this one mistake. You know, you should be canceled. Yeah, I, I called Reba unprofessional. Dumb move on my part. A fireball offense no I'm, no no and, and and i think what people need to know i mean just about you personally and katie i know will agree with me here is that yeah he comes off like he knows everything and he's arrogant whatever <laughs> oh my but god don't know that underneath he is like he's a big softy and yes, i you know i will is. tell you like i am always and you know michael back me up on this because he has no choice but he, <laughs> <laughs> he knows that i will always be the first one to call him out and say dude that was really dumb like what were you thinking? I, and you know what? And he doesn't even have to finish the statement because I know exactly what he was thinking. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've been in the room when I've called him several times and like, <laughs> yes. what are you doing? Yes. You moron. Yes. But because we do know him and his, you know, exactly. what's inside. I, I knew for, I knew with all my heart, like, first of all, he's the furthest thing from a sexist ever. Oh my gosh. I mean, and that is, that is like 100% the truth. Yeah. And you would kick his but <laughs> right exactly between her between my wife and my mother-in-law lord if i ever said if i ever uh did anything that was sincerely some sort of a sexist move uh, you you can forget about calling mm-hmm. out they would drag me up to chicago and physically beat the crap out of me i'd do and, it right in the studio uh, in right City. it'd be fine it'd be great and lord knows i can't fight look at me no well, but and i'll tell you like <laughs> not at all <laughs> Facts. <laughs> no truth bombs dropped here. <laughs> We've been drinking all, all the truth. Out, all the truth. But so I'll say, like, as your wife, like, honestly, what drives me nuts is, you know, I because I looked at those tweets. I looked at the ones that everybody that was coming at you. And as your wife, I wanted to be the first one to be like, oh, hell no, not today. You guys don't know him. This is not what he meant. You know, I want to go to bat for him. Same girl. Like, and it's just so... Hard not to, because number one, I have to tell you, I hate Twitter so much. Girl, I high five right now. I hate that was Twitter the worst high five ever. ever. Do it really? again. I don't even know what that was. <laughs> Here, I'll just do this. Yeah, there we go. Thank you. I hate Twitter too. I it hate is it. Rollers like all day long. All day. All day long. And it's and I mean it's just ridiculous that it, it blew up to the what the proportion of it was because at the end of the day, you're not that guy. What was it dumb? What you said. Yes, we all agree. We've been there, done that. We don't need to talk about it anymore. But for a platform that is literally, you know, talks about, you know, real-time posting and, you know, a posting. Excuse me, that beer. It's coming well, back. Listen, <laughs> keep it real. <laughs> keep it real with you guys. No matter what. Um, the fact that, you know, Twitter is like real-time, you know, a post can go away in a matter of 10 seconds and be buried in someone's newsfeed and you'll never find it again that people keep bringing it to life over and over and over again, that they think this is okay. And also, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I'm not just saying, you know, saying this for myself, but you know, this is his livelihood we're dealing with. Did he do something stupid? Yes. But can we all say that at one point or another in our lives during a job, 
we did something stupid. I've said this for a long time. Thank God there weren't cameras and recording devices when I was growing up. Oh my and God. As I was, you know, entering exactly. adulthood. Oh dear God. And the problem with that argument that you just said is, well, haven't we all been there? Most of these cancel culture kids are like 12 year olds who haven't done anything in their, with their life yet. And yeah. they, nor, nor should they have, but yet they're still in school. They're still learning. They don't understand. Like uh, eventually something's going to happen to you. Can I tell you another fun, like another positive that came Hold out on, of this? Hold on, just side note. There's that passion and that eloquency, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, and, and she brought this up earlier, but my wife, she, she does it all the time. The first one to call me out if I say something ridiculous. It was kind of nice to hear her say nice things about me for once. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I'm always like, lower. Well, you know, because it's talk like, slower, it, talk dirty. Because <laughs> that's how it is with people you love. Like, what, seriously, the best relationships are, are one, like the best friendships, the best are like where you, you give each other, you give each other crap the whole time. Mm -hmm. But if anybody else does, yes, oh, it's on. No, no, yes. no, no, that's my, only I, only I am allowed to mess with that person. You are not allowed to say anything bad about that person because that's my person and I will. And you, right? Yeah. And that's and I saw her going into that, into that kind of not mama bear, but like wifey bear mode. And right. I was like, yeah, yeah. But there's something awesome about that. You know, I feel like our relationships are so similar mm -hmm. in that. Like my husband and I, we just we're best friends. We have bad respect and trust for each other, and we have each other's backs. And I right. love that. Now, look, are we loving lovey dovey every day and telling each other? Oh, how absolutely wonderful? not. No, absolutely. In fact, it's rare <laughs> right but when he but i i know exactly what you're saying because matthew has had to do that and i can't even give you the example right now but i but it made mm -hmm. me feel so good inside i'm like yeah like we have each other's backs you know well uh, and i still mess with my people and i think it's also worth mentioning like i feel like i give you your biggest critiques but i mean and obviously you're you guys are like <laughs> the you know the way more experienced i am but like i also have a background in radio so it's like all right, so I kind of have like a little base to jump off of, so I can say, "Hey, that wasn't bright." You know, I have a yeah. you know I have a PR and broadcasting degree, so I like to use it every once in a while. I just use it on my husband, so it's fine. No, but that's what you should do you, with it. I love. Can it. you pay me now? Thanks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, just a, a quick <laughs> a quick pause in the podcast, if you wouldn't mind. I know you're gonna be surprised to hear this so early on, but can I have another? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you sick? I'm, do you I have the Rona? Just, I know, right? Like, what is even happening? Let's with get me one right for now? Jenny here. Crack it open. Oh, okay, so I brought an entire bag of limes because I like to put lime in my Mick Ultra, and my son was like, "Mom, where are you going? Where are you taking limes?" I'm like, "I eat them." He's like, "You eat limes?" I'm like, "Yep, sure do." Just hold eat on, eat ladies and gentlemen. Hold on. Hold on. Hold don't open it. Yet. I'm not ready. Okay. Oh, it wasn't quite there. I'll chug this one real quick. Oh God, can we do this every week like this? This mm -hmm. is so fun. This doesn't even this feel is like perfect. a job or anything. By of the way, can we talk about where we're doing this? Uh, uh, apologies to our uh, the, the boss of our radio station, Todd, whose podcast, we're doing this uh, broadcast in his office because that's where the microphones were. <laughs> and uh, we don't have coasters or nope. koozies. <laughs> and it is wet. There is pizza and beer <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> tell you i love our boss like first of all i love our job i love our job i love what we do mm -hmm. and then and i love that we have such a cool boss like and not everybody can say that and i don't take it lightly you know i've worked i love your people. boss too <laughs> he is he's awesome hey, well and it's just we're all friends too you know like we all hang out we all do stuff later it's outside of concerts i mean yeah i mean you guys have a great job you i mean well, I, and, and it, i really where his coolness shined through this week i thought is when all this was going down with mike and the trolls and it was like turning into a debacle with the things he said on twitter you know it was cool mike could call him up and say 
Okay, listen. No, I was like, <laughs> hey, man. I, I didn't even like say, oh my gosh, am I in trouble? Nope, right. I was like, I was like, hey, I need your help. I and need he's your like, help. and he's like, all right, let's figure this out. We got to figure it out. Yeah. I, my my favorite uh, Todd story uh, was uh, and because like I've golfed with Todd. I've had we've had a couple late nights too. We we go and we 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 throw mm-hmm. it down. And uh, there was a couple. There was one time. This is probably two years ago. Katie, you'll know where the story ends. We were. Uh, we're having ourselves a time. I think we went to a, a Kansas City Mavericks hockey game. And then afterwards, I think we ended up at the old uh, Twin Peaks with producer Tater because we wanted to see. By the way, when oh you go to God. Twin Peaks and Independence and Tater walks in, it's like that scene from Cheers when Norm walks in. <laughs> because the the whole bar, we were Todd and I were sitting there, and Tater walked in probably two minutes after us. The whole bar goes, Tater! What? Like, but it was that real life. Hilarious. And I thought Twin Peaks was an ice cream place for the longest time. Nope. Oh my god, not Jenny! So much. Nope. Not so nope. much. It's the moment. Jenny, me. it is not. But anyway, so so we. I hear we, they have good chicken sandwiches though. They do. Good breasts. Very good breasts. Hearty yeah. breasts. Very juicy, uh, juicy Juic- breast juicy meat. Juicy breasts. Right. Yeah. Um, Plump, as you would say. So, <laughs> so we we had thrown a few back at the hockey game. We go to Twin Peaks. We throw a few more back. And we're just in that zone where, you know, our, at this time we're in an apartment, but it's right up the road. And I was like, we got more beer at the apartment. And he's like, let's go. And we go and we drink. And I'm sure, I don't remember what we talked about. But, you know, you get to that point where you talk about life, love, and the pursuit. You talk about everything. Right. We wake up the next morning. <laughs> Katie wakes up first. She wakes me up. Keep in mind, I drove them all there. Yeah. 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 She comes out. She comes to me and she's like, Michael. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like yeah, babe, what's up? She's like. Why is your radio contract <laughs> on, on the counter? counter? No. Apparently, I'm we just... talked money and salary and contracts. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. That's kind of awesome. Actually. Yeah. It, it was. It was. It was. But that's. You know what? That's just. That's one of many. But it was. It was great. And uh, I don't remember the conversation. I'm sure he doesn't either. Uh, but it's all good. I wonder though, from your standpoint, how that must have looked. Like I never really thought about that until now. <laughs> What's what's it like being married to me? Yeah, what is that like? Aww. Do tell, girl. It's a treat every day. Let me tell you. Oh yeah. Jenny has I to mean... deal with me for four hours, right? And, and then now, especially with you working from home. Oh, we get a lot of one-on-one time, and you know, kind of going back to us, you know, talking about being lovey-dovey, like we're not like that either. Yeah. Like he comes home and he does. He takes an he takes a nap every day. I think it's crabby. Yeah. Um. You know. Get his beauty sleep. Yeah. Get his beauty sleep. That's why I look so good. <laughs> I mean, right? Hello. <laughs> but like you know, when I'm working from home, like where my office is, it's like right on the main floor of the house. You know, and it's not really an office. It's just like an open area with a desk, right? Um. This whole working from home thing has really put a damper on Mike's napping schedule because all he wants to do is nap on the couch, and that's what he usually does on the main floor. He gets the dogs. Hank sleeps on his butt. I mean, it's just a glorious time for the boys in the house, apparently. So, but I'm on conference calls all day. So... That doesn't work out for me. She doesn't let First me sleep all, on that couch. I have no. to go to a different couch. He it's does. very inconvenient. I have to tell you, though, this is so funny because it's literally opposite. So my husband's working from home, mm-hmm. too, and he's in his office. He's on conference calls all day. So literally, like, I can relate to this entire scenario, only it's my husband. <laughs> yes, but he, like, he has doors to his office, doesn't he? He does. So I have no doors. I'm in that open area yeah. over there. I mean, you see my house. So it's like, it, like, it's like a big open space, and the couch is like the living room is probably like 50 feet away. Right. So he wants to like snore and like snooze on the couch all day. So we I send snore. him. I send him down to the basement, and 
so he, you know, and he does his thing. But my favorite moments is like today, he comes up. <laughs> he walks up the stairs. He's wearing a Mavericks t-shirt. And he's in else. his boxers. He just <laughs> walks up the stairs, puts his arms up. He goes, I'm here. Wow. And I'm like, wow, that is something special. Something special. And I'm sitting there. And keep in mind, our stair- going up the stairs, uh, just to kind of give you the layout of our home, apparently, uh, is right in front of the front door. So, and the front door is wide open. Nice. So, all the neighbors and all of his Michael's glory. Everyone's at work. This is 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Everyone's at work right now. It's fine are they, I, are they though it's everybody COVID time they yeah. might be home so well, i'm just saying across the streets of fedex driver mm-hmm. so you know he's out working mm-hmm. well i'm just saying either way you never know i mean you might have scarred the little lady who likes to walk her yorkie around you know mid-afternoon or giving her new life giving her new Ooh, vigor someone's feeling it. confident today but yeah, I mean, I gotta go home and take out my teeth. Let's go. <laughs> oh my god! Insert joke here. No, but I mean, in all reality, being married to you is fun. I mean, we have a good time. We do laugh a lot. We yell at each other a lot. This sounds exactly like my home. Like it's just, you know, it's fun. It's never boring. That is for sure. You know what I like about our marriage the most? Tell me. I I like that we both have to be. We, we both really like it when we're when we're both home. But we're rarely on the same floor of the house. That is true. Again, I can relate to this more than you know. Yeah. It's like, I just like knowing my husband is around. But I mean, I mean, honestly, like, I like alone time. I like to do, I like to shop alone. Right. I like to walk alone. I mean, I like, to, I really do like to have some mm-hmm. alone time. I love to be with him too. Yeah. You like to do your own thing though. I do. You like to watch your own shows. I do. And like have your space. Yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. I and mean, I, I it's. I was a clinger. Back in the day, I was a clinger. I've talked to you about this before. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, with past relationships and stuff, I like, and it was, uh, the badder they were, you know, right. the worse they treated me, and the more I just clung right on, like a <laughs> clinger. Yeah. And this is just truly the most healthy relationship I've mm-hmm. ever been in. Because I think it is healthy when you can, you know, enjoy your time together, right. but you can definitely enjoy your space. Right. But, but if there's like, seriously, we'll spend five nights in a row where I'll be in the man cave and she'll be on the couch yeah. watching Netflix. But if there's like a, we that went back before COVID- there were days where she'd have to go to Oklahoma for two days. By that second day, I'm like, "Where's my wife? Where's, Where's my, my wife? wife? Like, I, I she needs to be home. I, oh. I, I, I don't need to. I don't need right. to embrace her in my arms for eight hours. But yeah, I, just, no. I want her to be home. I know, totally get right. that. It's just the vicinity thing, I think. Which and don't be fooled. He loves the poop out of you. I, I really, I, I went home one day and told I've Matthew sw- that early on. I go, mm-hmm. I was like. I wonder if you love me as much as Mike loves Katie. <laughs> because it isn't like he's ooey gooey. It's not that. Nope. It's just the stuff. He respects you mm-hmm. and like just, he just thinks you're the bomb. I'm, I'm just busting all your, you know, your secrets. But. Do you have another drink there, champ? <laughs> no, but it's, but it's true. And I think that's important for you to know that. Like yeah. when, you know, like I always wonder, mm-hmm. what does Matthew say about me when I'm not around? And then somebody will tell me something that he said. And I'm like, oh my God, you said that. Like, well, I was going to tell you, nice. if we were going to be, able, we were able to go to the ACMs. I, know, I don't think I ever told you this, but I wanted to when we were on the same Southwest flight, because Matthew and I were going to fly out later. Yeah. Hold on. Backtrack. I want, yeah, let's back sh- let's, oh, let's yeah. share the story real quick. So uh, the ACMs were in April. We were supposed to all go to Vegas together. Yes. Jenny and I had to fly out earlier because we had live broadcasts to do from Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And so our spouses, Katie and Matthew, were supposed to fly in the next day after all our work was done. Right. So right. that we could all go out and do fun things together. And then and, extend the trip by a day yeah. so we could yes. enjoy. So, so the plan was for those two to fly out to Vegas together. Go ahead. So I got wine drunk by myself one night. <laughs> and I was like, Excellent. we're getting ready to go to Vegas. And I was buying all the stuff on Amazon, you know, clothes and things. Of course. And I'm like, Mike, 
do you think I can talk Michael, Matt, not Michael, Matthew into wearing his trophy husband shirt? And then me and him can pretend we're going on our honeymoon to Vegas and like get free drinks on the flight. <laughs> we never got to that point because COVID kicked in. So I like never had the chance to bring it up. But I'm like, oh my gosh. He's so down for stuff like that too. Like he just has a good, and this is the thing, Matthew's very like, you know, he's got, we'll have him on the podcast at some yeah. point, you know, but he's, he's very like, just kind of um, straightforward and. Not real animated, I wouldn't say. No, but I feel like me and him, we would have sold it. Yes. Like, we would have been on it, be like, yes, yes we're so in love. We're so in love. It's our honeymoon. What a great time. <laughs> we're so we're so excited. Or we could have said we were eloping to the ACFs. It would oh be my great. God. That would be amazing. No, he's always down for some kind of like. <laughs> I, see, I don't think anybody would have bought it. I'm not going to lie. He is way out of your league. Oh, he is very, so pretty. Jenny. He is good looking. He, he is, is so good looking. Man. He is, honestly, and you would have gotten, like, we would have, we probably would have had to stop to get a meal, and I would have felt awful because I'm like, yeah, leave me a big old fat cheese. I'd be like, I like some broccoli, maybe some cheese. Yeah, broccoli <laughs> and cheese, baby. That's his idea. Hey, that's his MO. I have jealousy, though, with you guys because, like, I don't know. I feel like Michael come in and tell me that you made something, like you made your lasagna, and then, or I don't know, you guys would eat something. Like, I feel like you guys will... You'll do like a great cheap meal no, together the, and the stuff. Thing, I, I don't have that. What we do is I text her on my way home from work and I'm like, listen, I know it's 1035, but I'm ready for McDonald's. What do you want? Yeah. Oh, and usually I'm on a conference call and I'm like, oh, hell yeah. So he'll bring, I'll be in the middle of a conference call and you see these oh. nuggets and a big old Diet Coke. I don't have that in my life. <laughs> and in fact, if I feel like if I'm going to eat that stuff and I, and I don't have to do this, but I feel like right. I have to do it in private. Like I feel like I have to go and eat it and eat it in the car and then throw away the trash so no one knows it ever happened. That's it's, terrible. No, it's not. He Look, food shames me. He's coming out with us. It'll be if, fine. I know, right? If that's the worst thing you're hiding from your husband, you're doing just fine. Although I can see you in the car like, oh, oh my God, this might, this might end my marriage, but oh, no, no, cheeseburger. Yeah. Eight no. packets of ketchup. <laughs> Hold yeah. on. You, you know what? Real quick. I would like to share with you. Uh, remember, we, we started off this podcast with talking about how "quote unquote" sexist I was, right? But I did make a funny observation that does involve the two of you who both happen to be women. So let's go one by one. Let's start with Jenny. Okay, Jenny, will you please share specifically the order you make when you go through the drive-through at McDonald's? I do. Could you play the? the could you play the part of the McDonald's yeah, operator? Ready? Please? Okay. Yes. <laughs> so you're pulling up to the. Yep. Uh, welcome to McDonald's. <laughs> I didn't turn my radio down. I'm sorry. <laughs> what were you listening to? I don't really know. <laughs> what Ooh. what Brantley Gilbert song is that? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, maybe she's mine. Let's get more. That's not Brantley. I know, I know, I know. That's what I'm listening to. They sound Let me similar. turn it down. Okay. All right, so you turn it down. Welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? Yes. Could I have the two cheeseburgers meal, please? Um, I will large size the drink. I'll have a half sweet, half unsweetened tea with extra ice, and I'll also have eight ketchup packets. Thank you. What the hell was all that again? <laughs> <laughs> that is my order. All right. For years. You shouldn't feel bad about no, that, though. Hold on. Hold on. Now. Don't you wave your arms at me. Let's move over to Katie. Let's move over to, to my wife, Mrs. <laughs> Keller. Katie, would you please share the order you make when you pull up to the drive-thru well, at the Taco Bell. Could you oh, please Taco be the Bell. operator and yeah. could you please have your music on in the car? Yeah. Well, I'm usually not listening to music, honestly. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, she's listening to... He then reached over and caressed my Yeah, body. oh, I'm listening to my dirty supermarket yeah. novels. Yeah, no joke. You listen to, like, erotica in the car? 
Oh, for sure. Oh, like when wow. I'm by myself. Well, I oh, I don't say it's full blown erotica, but I would say it's like raunchy supermarket novels that excellent. I do a lot of I do a lot of car driving for my job. So I'm listening know. to Dateline Murder. It's all good. I just I mean, need to probably switch it out. It, means it was the throbbiest, veiniest one I'd ever seen. <laughs> they never say that. They never ever all say right, that. Sometimes they do. So you pull up to the window. All right, here we go. Roll down your window. No, you have a button. Oh. Welcome to Taco Bell. Can I take your order, please? Yeah. Um. Hi. How are you? Can I get? Oh, wait, a- hold on. You're right. Hold on. Taco Bell. They always at Taco Bell. They go. Welcome to Taco Bell. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? So great. Thanks so much. Order whenever you're ready. Thanks. Um, I want the number seven chicken quesadilla meal, but can I get extra creamy jalapeno sauce on that quesadilla? And then I want a soft shell taco supreme with extra tomato instead of that crispy taco. And then can I also get a side of spicy ranch? A Sprite to drink. Oh, sorry. A Sierra Mist because you only have Pepsi products. I get it. But then can I also get a cheesy Fiesta potato? Oh, wait. You don't have those anymore. I'm a little upset about that. Can I get a cheesy Fiesta roller instead? Okay, great. Thanks. And some hot sauce would be awesome. I love it. Yes. She orders like me. All right. My turn. Can we be a Um, Chick-fil-A so you can say my pleasure? Yeah. (laughs) Ooh. Uh, Sure. We'll go to Chick-fil-A. Okay. The chicken sandwich is the number one there, right? Yeah, that's the number Okay, one. good. Okay, so one of, uh, be the be the drive-through person. Okay. Okay. All right, here we go. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're such a hood rat. Hi. Roll. Hold well, on, I haven't rolled my window oh, down sorry. yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Chick-fil-A. No, you gotta cover your, you gotta oh, I'm sorry. Just a moment. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Chick-fil-A. What, what, what can I get you today? You're so happy there. I know. Hi, can I get a number one no pickle with a Coke? That'll be all. That's all you need today? That'll be all. Just a number one no pickle and a Coke? Correct. My pleasure. Come up to the window. (laughs) (laughs) That's it? That's your order? Number one no pickle with a Coke. Like the complicated part of my order is the no pickle. I get no pickle, no butter. Just FYI. No No butter? I didn't even know they put butter on there. They do. And try it no pickle, no butter. Tell me what you think. It sounds, like, it sounds like something your husband would order. We eat unhealthy at the Keller house. Let's be real. He's getting the grilled chicken at Chick-fil-A. Oh. True. Hello. That is true. Hello. And I will say. He just came out with grilled chicken nuggets, and I thought of him. Oh, do you know what he did the other day? So we did go to Chick-fil-A. Because with kids, I'm sorry. Sometimes that's just where you got to do it. It's yeah. where you go. And he ordered a grilled chicken sandwich and no fries. Do you know what he got instead of fries? Oh, like a, he got a, like a side fruit salad, cup. didn't he? <laughs> Nobody's done the fruit cup before. No. He got a side of grilled nuggets. So, because it's more protein. Oh. So you could have your protein, and then you have more protein. You know, we bash. This him. is why I wanted to run away to Vegas with. Him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we bash him for his food orders. Yet then we talked earlier five minutes ago about how dang beautiful the man is. Listen, I get it. It's, it's just true. he's. Mm. But he's probably so beautiful because you guys write, use that pedal. Blah, blah, blah. Let me have another beer. Have another beer. Sip my beer. Right. All right, hey, cheers. Hold cheers. on. Let's cheers. There we go. Woo-hoo. Make sure you get right. Ooh. Okay. He's, God, you're so gross. Try that again. <sighs> I say it's probably, I mean, what attributes to that is that you guys use that Peloton all the time. Let me tell you something. That Peloton bike. So he told me months ago, he's like, you know, it was at the beginning of COVID. It was the beginning of the quarantine. Mm-hmm. And I think he was trying to think ahead of like ways to exercise because God knows we have to exercise. <laughs> <laughs> Close. He wasn't thinking ahead. He was thinking of head. Continue. Okay, thinking. Okay. So, so he he said, you know, I'm gonna. I I ordered us a Peloton. He's like, and I'm like, you did? He's like, it's a 30 day like trial kind of thing. Right. I think he genuinely thought that 
no, we weren't going to like it and that mm-hmm. we would just use it for 30 days, check it out. You could say you tried it, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, call it a day. And honestly, I had never taken a spin class in my life. I thought, mm, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I was hooked after the first ride. Like, that is truly, if anyone needs to exercise, wants to exercise, but you're like, I hate all forms of exercise, <coughs> Mike Keller. Um, Facts. I, believe, I believe the daily Facts. quote is exercise is stupid. I think yep. that, those are the words. Awful. Yeah. But it's there's something so fun. And as a music lover, we all in this room love music so much. Right. I mean, it's there's something about just like the music and the playlists and then the instructors feel like you're mm-hmm. friends. And I don't know. It's just So do you do the classes live though, or are they pre recorded? Well, you can do the live classes. I've never I can't time my life out like that. I work out at weird times every right. day. So I do the ones that are pre recorded. But I mean it's it's essentially the live class, just a recorded version. They record know? every live sure. class and you can just play it back whenever yeah. you want. Yeah, I've never done a live class. It's like class. a DVR. Yeah. The only difference if you do a live class, like they do do shout outs. Um, do you get it, jealous? It, no, because to me, it's like, okay, I can live without a shout out. I mean, I guess it'd be cool, but. Because you work on the radio. If you didn't work on the radio, you would want you a right. shout out. You know what? I think you're right. Because I just realized like, it's, that's fine. Like, I don't need, I'm not judging anybody who wants a shout out, but so I don't. I don't do you know other people that have like Pelotons? So like you can like, I don't want to, I don't, you don't sync your Pelotons, but you like no, but you track can, your workouts. Yeah. And you've, I don't, I mean, I don't, I'm like friends with them on there, but right. I don't, I don't you know, say, oh, well, you know, so-and-so did this ride today and got this score. I'm going to try to beat but it's that. A, but but it, you could, I But guess. it's a, they do it for an accountability mm-hmm. type thing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I guess you guys, if you did want to plan a, a ride together, yep. you could probably do a live class together, just both walking. Well, you could right. do the same live class. You wouldn't even have to be live. You could do, if you had a bike and I have a bike and we could do a not live class, mm-hmm. but we, and then we would both be, you know, in the queue. You can, you can look at like the all time who's, ta- who's ever taken the ride and then you mm-hmm. can see who's in the ride right now. So we could essentially race each other. This is the thing. You're such a, com- you're competitive bike. And I feel like. You would enjoy, it would get you motivated to exercise because you could mm-hmm. race against somebody. On the, previous so epi- bad. On, the, on the previous episode of this podcast, we talked about our trip to Mexico <laughs> and how when we were in the pool there, they actually busted out some, some water bikes. And they only had enough, like for the first five people to volunteer, and I didn't want to, but then we had a couple other people from our group did. And every, it was all women, and I'm like, all right, men need to step up. So I slammed my banana daiquiri like a man. And I... <laughs> And I was Banana like, daiquiri. got a was, brain freeze after it, but it was fine. <laughs> and I was like, let's go. And so I got on that bike and I got to tell you all the other, the, the girls pedaling, I feel like they weren't taking it seriously. Probably because, you know, we were on vacation looking back on that now. But once I got on that bike, I was like, okay, well, I ain't come here to lose. Right. So I, I, right. I pedaled, I pedaled hard and I watched what the instructor did and I moved my arms and I flexed my guns and I, and I, I, churned my core yeah and and i think i had the best workout anybody in the pool that day also i was the probably the most sober but you know didn't it make you feel good when you were done though didn't you feel good i Mm -hmm. it is now working out to me i think would be the same as cutting the grass because i now when i first started cutting grass i loved it i hate it now i hate cutting the grass but when i'm done god i feel accomplished Mm -hmm. i would hate every minute of a peloton ride but then when I got done, I'd be, I would, I would probably walk upstairs to Katie with my chest puffed out a little like, yep. yeah, I did a ride. You know, I did a, a 30 minute ride on uh on medium today. Yeah. That's right. You are wicked proud of yourself too. Like I will say, but they do other workouts too. Like you can mm-hmm. like throughout through Peloton and I have just, just have to say, babe, you never look sexier than you did on that bike. Oh yeah. I think you're full of shit. 
She wants you to buy. I want that Peloton yeah, so she, bad. <laughs> oh, when we were down there, she was literally. To, oh, I was this, campaign for, campaigning for it. We had this group of twenty-five people, and not everyone was there, but usually there was a big group of us together, and uh, socially distanced, of course. Of course. But um, but but she would tell them about how much she wanted one, and then tell them to tell me about, hey, hey, I heard these people who we've met one time ever. Hey, I heard you're getting a Peloton soon. Congrats on that. I hear the the older model just went on sale for only eighteen hundred dollars. <laughs> no, they're not plus cheap. forty dollars no. a month. Let me tell you something. You get your money's worth. I know. I feel like you really, really do because I mean, I've spent I don't know how much money on gym memberships over the years, and I don't know. This is right in your house. You have like no excuse, right? To do it. And it's fun. And because you have the screen in front of you, for anyone who doesn't really know how it works, there's the screen in front of you, and you're working out with this instructor, and they're telling you exactly what to do. There's like no excuse, you know. Can you sync it? Because I know there's a screen right there on the bike. Can you sync it to a smart TV for a bigger screen? I bet you can. I have no idea, but okay. I, I. It's so. It's so advanced. I'll ask Matthew like when could. he joins us on the podcast. Let's yeah. let's just do the third day trial. Come on. Yeah, that's just it, though. It's a 30-day trial. I'm telling you, I'm going to love it. You'll never get rid of it. It's I will, worth it. I'm going to go to Walmart and get you a mountain bike. You hate going to Walmart, so I know you'll go to Target instead. I'll even go to Dick's ha. Sporting Goods and get you a mountain bike, which what? will be much cheaper. You can go ride real trails. No screen I don't like, necessary. I don't like outside. I don't either. I want to stay inside. Well, I don't think, like exercise. But think about it. The colder, colder weather's coming. Inclement weather. You know, they're, now with the Peloton, you can work out every day of your life right there in your house. I like how this this episode of our podcast has turned into a giant Peloton commercial. <laughs> I, know. Except, I know. I want to endorse them so I badly. I am campaigning. They're, they're putting a store in Leewood. I heard that. Just saying. Mm-hmm. They're going to need endorsers. Mike, get on that. Then yeah. Maybe Lots to get to on the podcast. So let's move on. <laughs> I tell you what, as we are recording this, we're only a couple days away from a big milestone in the Matthews household. My daughter is going to be double digits, yo. She's going to be 10 years old. That's so exciting. I can't believe it. You know, it's like, I feel like I just had her yesterday. And and the whole time that I was, you know, pregnant, and then when I had her, everyone's like, just enjoy every minute. It goes so fast. And I remember in the beginning thinking, there's no way this goes fast. Like, I am exhausted. She doesn't sleep. She cries. Like, this is exhausting. What is this? I mean, what is that? And, and, you know, and I went through infertility and everything. So it was like, mm-hmm. I nobody wanted a kid more than I wanted a kid. So there was no part of me that was like, what did I do? It wasn't that. It was, but I remember, like, in those crazy first days thinking, what did I do? <laughs> like, right. I remember thinking, you know, am I ever going to be able to go anywhere alone again or like I took a shower you know and I would have her in the in the little baby seat like outside the shower and I would just keep peeking out to make sure she was okay I mean it's just all of a sudden it's not just you anymore it's this other person and it is a life changer all right it's wild when you guys started because your husband when you when you first had her traveled for work a lot right oh he traveled all the time for work yeah. like three four days a week so I really and it's funny too you ever look back and think I don't even know how whatever it is in life you know you think how did I do that I have no idea how I survived those first few years because mm-hmm. my son, you know, because we, we were infertile, we we tried to have him right away with IVF. And so it was like, I mean, boom, boom, we had them. They're two years apart exactly. And it's like, I had some babies in the house, you know. Right. And it was a lot. Some babies. Some babies. Some babies. <laughs> no, but it was it was a lot. Anyway, the, the whole point of that is just that I can't believe that that was 10 years ago. 10 years ago. That's mm-hmm. an insane amount But does it feel like yesterday for sure? It feels like yesterday, yeah. What's the, uh, what's the party going to be like? Do you have it's, it planned out oh, yet? Oh, yeah. We got a sleepover happening. We're going to have... Girl! Including her seven girls in my house. Including her or... In- including her. So seven... Total of seven. Roughly 10-year-olds? Yes. Hold on. Before you go any further... Hang on. 
Yep. <laughs> All right, yep. I'm going to need a fresh one for this. All right. <laughs> oh, but you know, it's funny. And, and again, I don't know if it's because of the struggle I went through to have them, but I, I really do enjoy even the chaos. Like I enjoy it. I mean, I, I set right. myself up for the chaos too. I'm like, yeah, you can have set six girls over. Absolutely. You can. My husband's like, you nuts. <laughs> yeah, I'm nuts, but you only live once. Are him and Miles going to get out of the house and be like running? No, or? he's going to be helping me because that's going to be the way it is. And Miles yep. is going to sleep over at somebody else's house. Nice. So it'll just be, yeah, we'll be. But but honestly, they're at this age. You know how little girls are. Like they want right. to go and talk. And they want to go be in the, like probably yeah. in the basement or somewhere and yes. just be like in their own little room and be like, no, mom. Yeah. Just alone. Yeah. We're that's fine. exactly what they're By the way, for. solid parenting choice here because I, I only ever had a stepsister. But mm-hmm. once, and, 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 and when I would go over to my dad's house, there was one time where she had just like two friends over. And, you know, I'm, I'm in a house that I'm only in four days a month. And I just kind of wanted to be by myself or hang out with my dad. And those girls, God, they were mean to me. And they, 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 they would just like bother me. Like, let's go mess with your brother. And I think one of them probably, well, let's be real. They all probably had a crush on me because I'm so good looking. Totally. So, they so were, good looking. <laughs> but like they were, they were really annoying. And I genuinely, I loathed when her friends came over. That's exactly right. what's happening right now. Because my son, of course, they're all little, you know, but my son, I mean, they all they do is torture each other. And he gets such joy. Like, if he was going to be in the house the night of the sleepover, he would do nothing but torture them all night long. It must be right. like a sibling oh, see, that's rite weird, of passage. No, when, when stepsister's friends would come over, they would torture me. Mm-hmm. She's, yeah, she's right. always been so much smarter than me. I once got in trouble for something that was literally her fault. Like, she broke something and it was somehow blamed on me. Yeah. yeah was- oh, yeah. No, Natasha's way smarter than you. I, hands down, still. But I, I, but I always tell the kids, though, I'm like, you just wait. I was like, Miles is real cute, my son. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, girls, you just wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're all going to want to date him. And then he, they're all real pretty. So he's going to want to date them. You know, you posted a picture of your family pictures that you guys just got done. And I like you. it was like the four of you. And Jules is standing right in front of you. And Miles is in front of you. I'm like, oh, my gosh. He is like a mini Matthew. Yes, he is. He is a mini Matthew. I mean, just the same. You could just tell the facial expressions were yep. the same. They have the same like skin, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so cute. It's, I know it is cute. So cute. Not even a not even a heartbreaker. He's going to shatter. Oh, the for sure. Of so I know it. I for know sure. It. But I'll tell you. So I am. I'm. I'm in between two boys. My older brother really wasn't around. He was with his mom most of the time, and my younger brother is 12 years younger than me. So like, I never really got to do the like torture my younger brother's sleepover parts yeah. but now like when mike and i go up to visit my mom he's 17 now and he is so dumb like he's just dumb <laughs> he's, so he's dumb. 17 dumb he's teenager yeah. dumb like he's yep. in that phase where he knows everything and nobody else is wrong nobody else is right and right. he's always you know it doesn't matter and he brings his friends over and he has always been even when he was a baby i vividly remember he was always that kid who had the most brilliant ideas to get into trouble. And then he would talk his friends into going and doing it. And I, I mean, it's, it, w- it was just so dumb. And we would get all the neighborhood kids in trouble. And then there would be Aiden just on the sidelines. Well, I don't know who thought of this. I wasn't yeah. there. I yeah. wasn't there. Yeah. I don't know what happened. The, yeah. it, oh, my gosh. And, the, and he still does that. Only now he has a car and a credit card. And it's stupid. Don't you think in some ways, I always say this to my husband. Because my husband has a brother. Mm-hmm. But he never had a sister. So he never really got that, you know, the glory of, of torturing a sister. Right. Yes, he's my husband, but like I swear he, I'm the sister also that he never had right. in the way that you know we oh, yeah. I do pick on each other. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, and I can see that with you too. Two yeah. things you've told me, I'm like, oh my god, it's the same dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I love it. So, but uh, it's it's cool for Jules because I remember she's turning ten years old. Ten. I mm-hmm. remember turning ten, and I don't I don't know how you guys feel about this, but in your own lives, I remember ten was being was a big deal. That perfect round number, your double digits, just mm-hmm. like your parents are now. Like, whoa, I'm, I'm pretty much an adult here. I know everything. <laughs> right away. I turned ten. I felt I felt like a badass. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it, it is it is a big number, and I, and I remember turning 10, too. And that's what's really crazy, too, about parenting, uh-huh. is, like, you sort of do relive your whole life, or you remember, you know, at each phase, you're like, what was I doing at this point? You know, what was my life like? And I had a very dysfunctional childhood. Um, so I remember my 10th birthday very specifically, and that my mom, it was weird. I love my mom to death, and she was a great mom in a lot of ways. Don't get me wrong. But it, we had a, a dysfunctional situation, and... It, that was one birthday where I felt like she really like went, she was like mom of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, like she just set up this amazing birthday table with like streamers that came down from the lights and and I had friends over and we, she made this meal and I don't know. It, there was nothing spectacular about this party whatsoever, but I really remember because I felt like she put her heart into it. And I don't know if that's why, but to this day... I make a huge deal out of birthdays with my kids Mm -hmm. and I always do a table just like she did. And I put the streamers like down from the middle. And I think it's because that birthday just meant so much to me because, and you know, again, it wasn't, it wasn't extravagant. There was nothing, you know, she didn't spend gazillion dollars. It was like the heart that went into it. And I want, that's what I want my Mm -hmm. kids to know is like how much I, cry my god i've been drinking i'm gonna cry (laughs) (laughs) just truly like the heart of it you know what i mean does that make sense yeah you know yeah no it it totally does and i mean i'll say i like thinking of birthdays like thinking back like the birthdays that really stand out i can't even tell you how old i was or what my birthday was but there was one year that i was just like obsessed with the olympics and i don't know why like i wanted olympic cake i wanted everybody to wear leotards because i love and it was just i mean it was just a big old like outdoor thing like and then we we just played a bunch of games we got a pinata because you know duh and i still want a pinata at my birthday parties i just want it filled with different things now yeah (laughs) um but you know but also i mean kind of looking back you know and like there was another birthday that I remember we and we did a sleepover and I vividly remember us staying up late because we it was like I had just for my birthday that year it was a couple days I think it was you know because you know it usually doesn't land on your birthday party this we got I got grease like on a VHS yeah. and I loved the music. I got the CD and oh, the soundtrack yeah. so I made sure we were in the basement we had a boom box and we blared that CD all night long like no joke I even had one of my friends who fell asleep and we still blared it and she slept right through it and you know two things I also remember my parents coming down at like three o'clock in the morning saying you need to go the hell to right. sleep like <laughs> what you are <laughs> all of our parents all of our parents all of their parents are going to kill us and never invite you kids back over yes. you know bad things are happening but also now I look back because we were when we were in Mexico singing Greece because that's what the DJ played you know I actually listened to the lyrics I'm like hmm it's a little raunchy. Oh, guys, seriously, I, we were talking about this in the air with horror movies today. That like my parents had no filter with the stuff that we watched. Listened oh, to. mine neither. Mine either. I was watching, you know, in, in all the horror movies, like the Friday the Thirteenth, whatever. There's there's sex scenes left and right. Oh, like yeah. that's part of it. And of course, they get killed right in the middle of it. But right. I mean, I remember being little, younger than my kids, and watching these movies. <laughs> no one cared. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't click the same. Like if you don't know, I remember one time my mom was horror because we were at a family get-together and she was telling the older family a joke and I couldn't tell you the joke but the punchline was 69 yeah someone they had, and and I 
overheard it, and I was, and I went, ha, 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 that's funny, and and she's like, why? Like she called, she's like, no. why is that funny, Michael? I could totally see your mom yeah, doing that. Yeah, and she's that. like, do you know what that means? Oh and, I, and but I was just feeling myself that day, so I walked over, and I'm like, I do, and she's like. <laughs> What does it mean? Oh. And you know what I did? What? I explained it to her. No. How old are you? And uh, 12, 13. Oh, God. And, oh, my and I'm like, God. And I'm like, and I, I explained it to her. It I explains won't, so much. I won't do it on this pod, but I explained it to her, and she howled laughing. Oh, she was like, that's a Because to hear a 12-year-old explain what right. 69 is is hilarious. I don't care who you are. On that note, so my daughter's about to turn 10. Mm-hmm. I was talking to another mom at soccer the other day. Long story short, she has had the talk with her daughter. At 10? At 10. Now, mind you, no one had the talk with me. I mean, again, my parents, they probably figured I was learning it from all the movies that I was watching that I probably right, shouldn't have right. been watching. That's which, why they made you watch them. Which, honest to God, is why I knew what I knew. You know? Right. But no one ever sat down with me and gave me the talk, you know, and so then I'm finding out that this other mom has done it. I'm like, do I need to do that? And I'm thinking, my daughter will die when she realizes. Oh my like, god! Actually, I can't happened. even imagine. I am so thankful that in my high school, that and in my middle school, that I mean, we literally we took sex ed like every single year, like from seventh grade <laughs> all the way through senior. Year. They were making sure that we knew exactly everything. But see, we learned about we had sex ed, but it was more. I swear, it was more about just having your period. Sorry to get all TMI and period talk here. On well, the no, it was th- that too. That, I felt like it was more about that. I don't remember right. really ever like learning about the, the act, you know, <laughs> yeah. the, the deed penetration. <laughs> <laughs> do you know why I'm 12? Do you, know why I'm 12? do you know why I'm 12? Because every time when we're watching football, they're like, penetration. I'm like, oh, I need the penetration. Are you kidding me right now? Um, no, I'm not. I can't. Actually. Like, I just, I could not, like, I couldn't even fathom. Like, I did not want to have my parents. I remember when I got my first real boyfriend, my dad's like, wanted to sit me down and be like, so, Katie. And I'm like, so. Absolutely not. This is not happening. I know where you're going. This I am stopping you right now. I I want to see, and it's okay if you don't share this story because I'm I'm putting Katie on the spot right now. You do not have to share this story if you don't want to. I'm but you told frightened. me, but but I'm telling you that this podcast is, is an acceptable place to share this story. This if, is a safe if, space. If you want, it's a safe space. are will you if you want share the story about what your dad tried to educate you on right before you left for college? Oh no! You don't want to do that. No, okay, I don't, no that. I don't want to do that. No, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So, but so we we talked about how ten is such a big deal. Like yeah. to a kid turning ten, double digits, you you feel like I'm I'm ten. I'm bulletproof, right? Favorite birthday? Think about it. Like so, like we all are all of our most recent birth birthdays. Uh, COVID. So like these last round of birthdays really sucked for everybody. I remember when I turned, it was 24, 25. I wish I remembered the exact year. Mrs. Keller, I apologize, but this was this was an, ex, uh, an ex-girlfriend, but current at the time. Really went above and beyond for me, and you guys are going to laugh at this story. Wait, how old were you? 24, 25. Ooh. I was I was still in uh, Illinois. Okay. You were, you were, yeah. So but this is back in my Illinois days. This mm-hmm. is, uh, so, but we were, uh, <laughs> she was, she was very, uh, she, a, a good, a good planner. She planned things out. And so she got all my friends together and took and got all of us and said, 
at like 10 o'clock at night or 11 o'clock at night, everybody needs to be at this particular strip club. And it was awesome. And I had a group of like 20 friends there. And then she got them all to uh, get money together to put me up on the stage with one of the dancers. What a gal. Hey, if you've ever, hold on. If what? You, if you, <laughs> what a gal, Katie. What a it, gal. No, I'm clearly okay, dropping the ball all, over here. Have we all been to a strip club? Fair? I have. Yes. We, we all have, right? When the guy gets called up onto the stage because it's his birthday and his friends have all put in the money to do so, it is not a pleasant experience for said guy on the stage. Mm-hmm. It's they don't do the the wow stuff. They, they quite frankly they beat the shit out of you. That's what. what? They, oh yeah, they 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 bend you over and they spank your ass. They, they, they let You're you a have, naughty boy. They <laughs> let you, and it's not pleasant. And look, the place we were at. Look, here we go. TMOM, three beers deep. Let's go. They they grabbed the, the boxers that I was wearing and tried to pull up until they ripped. Problem was, these were some high-quality Hanes boxers. Yeah. They didn't rip. But Good. guess what? Chafed. Never mind. Don't answer. Don't answer. I don't want to tell you. It was an awful, oh awful experience. I can tell you my strip club experience. So yes, I, go. I had never been to one, right? And so I had started out this morning show, typical radio, right? Like I'm on this start this morning show down in Florida, and I'm with these two other guys, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to go out to lunch after the show?" I'm like, mm-hmm. "Sure do." So we went to this steakhouse called Rachel's. Well, it's not just a steakhouse; it's a steakhouse and a strip club. So we're sitting there eating our steak, <laughs> and literally, I'm like, "This was some of the best food I had ever had." In my life but while i'm eating my steak there is a woman bent over with every orifice of her body in my face and she's waving to us like through her legs as i ate my steak and that's my strip club story that's awesome mrs keller what's your strip club story well you both win mine aren't that great so i mean i just everybody's like hey do you guys want to go and i'm like sure okay let's go and we went and then i sat there and then we left. I mean, literally, I had a couple drinks and then left. Like that was it was, I just kind of watched it sat there, kind of took, a, you know, took in the scenery. Hey, let me tell you something. Those, those you know, I'm gonna give a, a little. Yep, crap. absolutely. No, yep. you know where I'm going with this. That props to the girls on the pole, man. They right. know what they're doing. The, I mean, that is athleticism. If you're, if you're at <laughs> no the right, kidding. If you're Seriously. at the right club, yes. Yeah. The athleticism and the talent that it takes to be an they exotic it's a dancer. a great workout too. I've heard. Oh my god, we should do a pole dance. Want to? Yes! You want to? Yes! I would be totally down. You can't come. Is, you can't come. I will. But let's do it. I'm totally down. But we'll have to video it because it would be so funny. No, the core workout, you think about it. You're holding yourself up on a pole oh, by your hands. Yeah. You have to lift your legs up. The core workout's got to be incredible. That's Honestly, what I'm saying. Like, we could totally do it. Look, I'm totally oh my down. God, we should totally we do should. that. I'm down. Let's do it. Bottom line, quality strip club in the middle of nowhere. The Silver Slipper Saloon in Ottawa, Illinois. Sounds some quality. The, some of the best. You wouldn't think, right? Sounds but quality. You in, it's, it's, it's well lit. It's well presented. The dancers there, very athletic. A lot of them climbing up a what has to be a 20 foot pole hanging by their legs it's no and here's the deal once once you've been to one strip club you've been to them all so once you go for like as many times as i may have gone during my illinois days by by a certain time you really do just sit back and go wow they're really putting on a great show (laughs) yeah right Here's what I love the most is that when I was thinking about coming and doing this podcast with you guys today, the last thing I thought we would be discussing <laughs> is the athleticism of, of, of a pole dancer. Of exotic dancers. <laughs> so, Hold on, Jenny's got the song. Uh, 
I'm sorry. Uh, wow. Two Nick Goldress. I don't think I've ever seen you laugh like that. Like, ever. <laughs> no. I've heard it. Mike knows. It I happens. Have, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it's a deep. It comes from my soul. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Just deep down, I hold it in there, and woo. then all of a sudden, woo! So, that's that's my favorite birthday memory that I can remember. Would anyone else like to share? Well, mine, like I said, would just have been that birthday. And like I said, no yeah. big deal. She didn't spend a ton of money. It wasn't about that, but just the one that my mom had for me. I, I really love that. Well, those right. are two very different favorite yes. birthdays. <laughs> They're very different. Yes. And I'll go to the other end of the spectrum. I would just say one of my favorites was actually probably like, I was, growing up, I did a lot of horse showing and things like that. And at one time, my birthday landed on a horse show. And we, we would go with big groups of people, all, you know, families and who had kids showing. And so they all kind of did a surprise impromptu birthday party for me. So we had all, you know, all of our girls, all of our horses were literally sitting on our horses after our show, you know, all like gross and grungy, eating pizza, eating cake oh, off the so back of our now. horses, waiting for our classes, throwing cake at somebody saying, all right, hold on, I got to go ride real quick and then yeah. come back. And, you know, and that was fun. I think I just really enjoyed it because that was, you know, you know, that took up so much of my life. And that was family, too. You know, it was my family was there. All my closest friends at the time were there. And it was just we were all there for a comments thing. And it all just happened to be on my birthday. And I was doing something I love. So I really enjoyed Aww. that. That's a lovely story. I know. I know. You know what? We've been married three years. I've never heard that story. Yep. I love. Of course, you didn't hear about my favorite. Well, I, that is true. But no. <laughs> but I will tell you also. It was the, also the worst birthday for me too. Long story short, I was like head honcho top competitor in my age division. I was chasing points, and somebody had put like a row of nails in my horse's stall, what? and my horse got a big old gash in her neck and we had to have the vet come out so i really couldn't even compete that weekend sabotage Mm -hmm. are you serious no oh Oh, it's 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 cutthroat no pun no pun intended it's cutthroat like seriously somebody put a row of nails in like because they we went in and looked like not even kidding like it was like (laughs) i I get to the horse show and like there's i see i see this horse's butt and i'm like that's my horse's butt and everybody's crowded around her and i'm like what is happening and i see this vet stitching up and she had about a six inch gash and i couldn't show her because i mean it was a competition you know i don't know about you guys but i want to go find who did that and beat the crap out of him i know i was like only like 14 years old like i was a baby too the 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 honest to God, awful kind of human being you have to be to do that to an innocent animal right? and, and, and to a 14 year old girl who right. is showing that her the, the special circle in hell for that person. Right. I, I do hope when their life ends, they go to hell. I hope they never meet can God. Can we talk about strippers again? Yeah, can we talk about strippers? <laughs> strippers? I didn't mean to like take a turn for the words here, guys. Well, here, here's the deal. We actually just got a text and we're probably going to wrap this up because I just got a text from Todd, who is our boss we told you about earlier in this episode. He says, episode. get the hell out of my office. No, <laughs> no he knows he, he gave us his blessing to use his office for this podcast, but he also just texted and say that he's about three minutes away from the bar up the street and wants us to come join him for a the drink. The after podcast party! On that it's the note, after party to the after party. Thank you for checking out the morning after. Thank you to Mrs. Keller. Yeah, and thank you for listening. Remember to check us out on Q104 in Kansas City or search Q104KC on the App Store if you're listening from out of uh, out of Kansas City and you want to check out our radio morning show every weekday, 6 to 10 a.m. Central Time. And I'll see you at the strip club. <laughs> thank God this is over. I have to pee. So do I. <laughs>